0: did you get it is it on <laughs> hello everybody welcome to another wonderful episode of taking
1: over the world with ed and aaron aaron what's going I on sh- <laughs> i'm in pretzel guys i'm in pretzel brain why we just had a conversation we we're talking about these new videos that are taking over the internet you know travis kelsey and his new girlfriend and I pulled the reverse email on somebody over the weekend. I was like, oh, somebody was talking about Taylor Swift in her new movie. And I was like, oh, she's like, she's that girl, right? That's like up in the suites or whatever, like like dating Travis Kelsey now. Like, So now she's like becoming famous. Like, you know, like just, just like this. Right. Kid you see there. And these people that I was with, like, they, gave, they were like whiplash. They're like, are you not? Like, that's Taylor Swift. I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, that's his new girlfriend, right? Like, whatever. And I was like, got you guys. Like, chill out. But, I mean. I guess I just was naive to the whole situation that they've been dating for. It sounds like the Swifties has cracked the code. They've been yeah. dating for months now. Yeah. I'm 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 naive to all this stuff, and I'm thinking nope. they're just you know just in the little romantic stage of holding hands and you know floating around SNL and N I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. But apparently this is on guy. This is how out of touch I am. Like if it's not youth sports or you know real estate or something like, i just doesn't take up a lot of. Brain if it's space.
0: not if it's not at a park on Saturday, <laughs> either soccer or baseball or selling real estate, oh. you have nothing else to do.
1: Pretzel brain. Yeah. Pretzel brain today. Yeah. So so
0: yeah. The Swifties cracked right. the code probably okay. um, a couple weeks ago. All right. That, that uh, Jason Kelsey mentioned it on, his, on their podcast. Mentioned her name, and Travis was like, you had to bring her up. Wow. wow. And if you think about it, like her and Donna, because we're on first name basis. <laughs> <the Kelsey's. laughs> fair. Okay. 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 They were very chummy for meeting for the first time. That's fair.
1: The signs were there. You're saying the signs were there. We just got enamored by... The the allure of it and didn't look back, you know. That's, and and I, hey, listen, I was having a co- I was having a call with my coach this morning, and I I self admittedly I have squirrel syndrome, right? Like I, I think it's a real disease, and I think that's what wheels. I'm like, you know, I'm like having a conversation. And it's like boom over here, boom over here, boom over here, right? Right. I think we just all got enamored by the you know this whole Taylor I, Charles, uh, Travis Kelsey thing that we didn't realize like the signs were there. The signs were there.
0: But I went to go see the movie this weekend. Okay. And Stephen A. on on his show on, mm-hmm. on, on ESPN was saying that he th- he took his his daughter and her friends. It was like twenty grand because it was like ten what? people. Ten people. It's two thousand dollars a ticket in New York to go. Oh, to go see the
1: concert. I thought you were talking yeah. about the movie. I'm no, like, what? I think, what no, what? No. I took out a movie no. theater? But, and you but, went to that? I'm
0: gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you how smart she is, though. Okay. So, but he t- he said on his things that it was one of the best concerts you ever seen, okay. if not the best.
1: Okay. okay. So I was
0: like, okay. Um, And I went to go see the movie. And actually, it looks like I want to go to the one in Miami in October of next year. Okay. Because I have to go. Because it it looks like it's an amazing concert. But hold on. Okay. Okay. So how genius is she? So everybody knows. Everybody that's a Swifty or surrounded by people that are Swifties understand that she was born in 1989. Okay that's new one of her albums that's when she was born that's kelsey was born same year too like that's just a thing mm,
1: okay yeah. okay okay so we're starting to put some puzzle pieces together okay
0: how much do you think the tickets were to the
1: concert no no to her show to the movie to the movie oh god i'm so out of touch with reality i mean the i would regular say con- regular movie tickets I mean, are 10 12 bucks 12 50 13 bucks no 1989 oh okay good play i like <laughs> she, it i like it she
0: she she's like a marketing genius
1: okay Okay.
0: So it made me think, right? So the big scandal with her was
1: we got scandal.
0: Well, yeah. When they when they well, you're, you're not up to st- I'm sorry. I, I this is not 50. baseball I'm, related, <laughs> so you don't know. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm out of the loop. I, yeah. I didn't know there yeah. was scandals. So her
0: masters were so, were Kanye's old producer or whatever manager bought the company she was with, the record label she was with. Okay. So he had access to all of her masters. He went ahead and sold them to somebody, I believe, don't quote me, for, I might be wrong, but I'm almost positive it's somebody, like an heir to the Disney mm. um, fortune or whatever, and they bought it for $405 million. He bought mm-hmm. the record company for $300 million, and then he sold the masters for $405 million. Okay. Didn't give her an opportunity to buy it, didn't talk to her about it, just sold it.
1: And but he didn't I, need her permission to do it? No. Okay, fair enough.
0: So she got really upset. But instead right. of seems, seems it's, like a logical reason. Right, I'm not right, gonna right. lie. So instead of acting like a victim okay. and being like, Oh well, you know, it's it's mine I can't do anything, I'm not gonna somebody else is gonna profit, she was like, All right. It's I my lyrics. Did I she go reverse songs. Uno? Oh, big time reverse Uno. I'm learning
1: about reverse Uno. Yeah, By the way. reverse Uno. So yeah. she went full reverse Uno. Okay. Full reverse Uno. Okay. She decided like to
0: re release all of the songs. With now okay. her controlling the, com- the, the music composition, the composure, the lyrics are now hers because they were hers before, so mm-hmm. the lyrics are actually So hers. she changed the music? Just changed the music on it slightly okay. and re-released the albums. I think she still has like four albums left to, left to release. So
1: she's going to, somebody's going to, they're going to try to sue her for like, for what like, I don't know, likeness or it's her, something? It's her
0: music because she wrote it. So it's her mm-hmm. song. Okay. They're just redoing the music to it. And she released it. And now she went on this heirs tour.
1: So now all the billion so the, dollars. So the guy who bought them for 5 four oh five, they're now worth like four hundred and five dollars because the Swifties <laughs> aren't going back to they, they want the new stuff. They want the to tour stuff. Of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you? So she so she 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 reversed she she, she took out the biggest it.
0: reverse Uno she had and just dropped it.
1: Wow. And, like, and then all right. rode off on the drop top cutlass with Kelsey.
0: Yeah, there you go. Wow. That she's been dating for a while.
1: This is this is outrageous. <laughs> this
0: so is. but but to me it was like, okay, so That's the, the, like, a lot of us go through that victim mentality, right? Something goes wrong, and it's like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? And instead of her going through that, she was just like, all right, this is what I got to do. I got to re-release the albums. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do it. And then now I control everything.
1: So would you say that the pain. So she had an option to make a choice, right? Yeah. Either the pain of being upset and not doing anything about it and it is what it is. Right. Or she says, "Okay, listen, I go this route. I re I take on a new pain, which is going into the studio, reworking, I don't even know, God knows how many songs she has, right? right. And that's going to take up time and effort and whatever emotional roller coaster all this and that. But then she puts in that work and like in her brain there were there was two options like and so now, like, like, taking on this pain is my point. She had two options of pain to choose, the victim pain or the put-in-the-work pain. And the put-in-the-work pain, which she opted to do, nullified that deal pretty much, right? And they just made the billion-dollar errors to her, right? Correct. I mean, so and it's funny because, like, that was my that was my terrible transition into, you know, a conversation we had last week at a seminar we sat at, you know, uh, with 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 our real estate stuff. And it was like... No matter what you do, there's going to be a pain associated with your activities or lack of activities, right? And it's like – so And then it becomes like you know, like that old cartoon scale or like judicial system scale. You see like the balances, right? It's like the pain of doing something you don't want to do. And let's just say in real estate, it's it's cold calling, right? Or door knocking or something people don't want to do, right? right it's like, right. okay, I don't want to do that. So also like, oh, I'm scared of it. That's a painful thing for me to do. But then you got that on one side of the scale. Well, if you don't do it – the pain and what the cost of that pain is is like you have to find a new job you can't pay your mortgage like you can't go on a trip you like for your kids like whatever like so it, it comes down to the fact is like which pain do you choose do you choose the pain of like like saying oh crap i better call i better door knock i better do what i know i need to do to make this work because if not then the pain is i got to find a new job i got to go clock in 9 to 5 i've got to go get hired in this in this industry right now or whatever it is and you know I can't make my mortgage payment and like so she obviously made her decision but I think in this room the other day a lot of people and it kind of hit home with me too it's like you know there's stuff about every job that you don't want to do right like no matter what your job is like I think there's always a part that you don't want to do and you can get back into the who not how the buying your time back books where it's like okay you start to leverage out those tasks which creates you more creativity time where you can do the jobs that you know you're better at and enjoy more and build your company where you might find the pieces that you don't like to do you can hire someone to do and they actually like doing that stuff and it makes your company you know in your life better and more profitable but It's funny because I got thinking about that too. And I'm just like, man, like this stuff that, you know, sometimes you're just like, "Ah, I don't want to do that. You're like, okay, but what really is the cost if you don't do it? It's not that you didn't get a deal. You know, it's like, why didn't get a deal? Well, what is that? That's a paycheck.
0: Don't you 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 have a really good friend? (laughs)
1: I've got, yes, one really good friend. I don't have many, but (laughs) the one I do have is really good. (laughs) Yes, I have a really good friend. You have a
0: really good friend who's an attorney. Sure. And he takes a lot of his stuff to trial.
1: Yeah right? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So he does what is painful for a lot of other yeah. attorneys in his yes, field.
1: 100%. And they refer to him. Great. Because yeah. they don't... 100%. You're right. <laughs> and they're like, and that's I a... don't
0: want to go to trial. Yeah. You love going to trial. So right. here
1: you go. <laughs> right. Dude, you're 100% right. And that's like the perfect thing. Like he, Then we all have different right, like Like pain thresholds when it comes to like what they want to do, what they don't want to do, and the choices they have to make for their family, their future, whatever. And yes, you're absolutely right. His... <laughs> What most well from what I hear, you know, talking to him, a lot of people don't want to go to trial. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to put the money out. They don't want to take the time to do it. They don't want to uh, deploy the resources it takes to go to trial. Right. And they ship those out. Well, he's now made his. (laughs) He's like, I love going to trial. Like, like that's I love putting on my suit. That's my jam. (laughs) He loves getting ready. He loves going to defend his case, and he's very good at what he does. And he knows, like, when I step on, like, that's my court. Like, not only is it a courtroom, that's my NBA court. You know, like that's that's my. Gold like that's like a fortress, my, right? My like that's feet. where I go to work, right? <laughs> I make I make it my beat when I go that's in where, there. <laughs> that's where he gets, hey, so yeah, so he turned other people's pain into something, and you know, I'm sure those those law firms are getting like a referral, just like we would in real estate, right. you know, things like that. Where you know, some people will go like, Hey, I don't, I, it's too painful to do commercial. It's, it's worth it for me to refer it out to somebody like Ed, who right. you love commercial, right? Like you thrive on those big deals and complicated deals, where you know, like being the mad scientist putting all. The stuff together. Right. And yeah, dude, he thrives off that and he loves that stuff. And so he fills himself up with trial cases and what nobody wants. And he's like, this is what I do. And it's, <laughs>
0: I own this. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I mean,
1: it's funny. So it's you same know? Thing. People it's, do that. Yeah.
0: It's, it's the thing. Like people, people don't like not everybody's good at everything. Right. So you just have to find your niche or whatever you're good at. Double down on it. And just spend more time doing that to be successful.
1: Well, and it's like not even so much, even like, to your point, yes, it's what you're good at, but like what you enjoy doing. Right, like like, like, life is too short to be coming in and going like, could you imagine showing up to the office every day and being miserable? I do when I see you, though. Dude, you're so <laughs> full of it. You're so full of it. The first thing you do, I bet you like you get into the office and like the first thing you do is walk by my door and be like, oh, is he here yet? Well, I have to walk oh, by your
0: door. I can't man. get to my office unless no, I, I walk. See. To- <laughs> That's why I like my
1: office there, see? I know you're checking on me. I know you're a little bit disconcerned if I'm not there right now. I am.
0: Way. You're, you're right? absolutely right. Don't I text the, you if you're not here? And then like, hey, the first look. thing I do is
1: walk down to your office when I get in. Yep get yelled at, you know, by, by mercy, you know, where's my business. And, you know, like mama, mama Duke's just being like, you want your pain? Here it comes, boy. Like <laughs> I'm bringing she, the pain. She's the pain. She's the bringer of pain. Right. But in a good pain. Right. Like she's like, it's funny. Cause you know, you talk about, we've talked about this before with, you know, individuals and teams, everybody has to have their role. And, you know, we even talk about it with my sports teams. Right. Like, like my 12, you boys, like they're playing really, really good baseball, but I got 10 kids right now that are, that are, like, all in. Like, they know their roles. They they appreciate their roles. And, like, we're a tough team to beat when that happens. And, like, I've told them, you go out and play, like, individuals, you're going to get walloped all over this field because you're playing for yourself. You're not playing for the team. You're not doing your role, you know. And, and they've been playing for a team. And they've played three tournaments, gotten second and first twice, you know, in, in big tournaments. Right. And, you know, it's kind of like you walk in here, like, everybody kind of understands what their role is, right? Like, your role is to take over the world. My role is to be, like, Okay, that's great. However, maybe let's lay this out a little bit <laughs> let's more. Let's take a step. Right? Right. Mercy's role is to be, you know, the hey, the, 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 rea- the reality checker, I'm going to call it. You know, it's like, right. hey, listen, like, you guys are all great sitting over there in the corner talking about taking over the world in steps, this and that. She's like, I need some mascros. Like, <laughs> give me some more. Like, you know, like, so it's, it is nice, you know, to have everybody. And that's what's so cool about being part of this, our, our team is that, you know, like, everybody has a role and, and it's a good... It's a functional family, and by functional, you mean dysfunctional. Because every family's. Eh. I mean, if you're too functional, it's, it's weird.
0: I, I think we're probably gonna have to bring the team on, probably one at a time, so they can come and do that with
1: us. We might need to do like live TV and get like a five second delay or the beep button ready because there could be some words on. Well, it depends
0: on who comes. If, if Mercy comes for sure, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. This is gonna be on a five second delay. <laughs> Because, that, that, like, <laughs> it was funny because we're, we're we're watching the movie, and a lot of uh Taylor Swift songs have mm. bad words in it, which I didn't know. Really? See?
1: Yeah. I didn't
0: see. Yeah, I, like, you don't think about it when you listen to it on the I, radio. I see her, and I think, but like, an innocent gal. I still she, think of like an innocent girl. She is an innocent girl.
1: Well, not according to <laughs> what I've been hearing, okay? <laughs> You're telling me she's got bad words. I'm telling, I mean...
0: Yeah, and sure. you didn't even know she dated these guys that she dated. Like I didn't you didn't
1: even know. I've been yeah. I've been tutelized this morning.
0: Yeah. So, um, but Mercy was like, "Oh, she's my spirit animal." Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Because she says bad words. So yeah. But yeah, we will have to bring up people on here because the 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 what you went to um, for the business thing that that seminar mm-hmm. kind of thing that you went to on Thursday. Um, I just talked to Jennifer, and she's like, "Yeah, I saw a lot of value in that." But it's what you guys do for us on the right. team, and I'm like, duh. <laughs> yeah. And I, I look, I go, and I show her. Well, yeah, I've been there four times. Yeah, that's yeah. that's why the conversation is always the same.
1: <laughs> right. We had we had that conversation at the open house, you know, over the weekend and stuff too. Like we were having the same conversation because I was asking all those questions too. And she's like, it's pretty much what you guys do for us. But you know, again, that, it the values in the eye of the beholder, and some people. You know, and again, we talked about last week. We talked about ego, and some of these people, some people out there, and in, in not only in our industry but other industries, are so ego driven. You know, we find out people are not always telling the truth. You know, you got somebody that says, <laughs> "I've done X Y Z amount of deals," and you're just like, "Huh, really? You've done two? Where's the other twenty-eight you said you did? You know, like <laughs> I've closed X Y Z. Like, hmm, huh. one. You know, you know, it, you know it amazes like,
0: me that people still that in in today's environment where you can search for everything right. right you can almost find anything you want if you look hard enough why do people insist on changing your numbers
1: I think it's a comeback to ego you know like like would why, why would of you, you say, why organized?
0: would you come in and be like hey I've done a 175 million dollars <laughs> last month <laughs> <laughs> right. you're like okay and and you didn't pay your bills bill for the association, is just 300 okay <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right yeah i get you i think i think it all it comes back to the topic of last week ego because i mean that that's what it comes down to people just always trying to you know like the old the old saying keeping up with the joneses right and i don't know if you've read dave Ramsey's stuff we read his stuff a yeah. while ago and you know i think there's a lot of good stuff he says i think there's some stuff that's you know i got to be taken with a grain of salt and you got to kind of debunk it a little bit you know about you know like no debt debt versus good debt you know like there's debt that can work for you right and leveraging debt um so you know it's it's six and one half dozen another i think on some things but i think he does have a lot of good obviously sound financial strategies and we've employed a lot of them and and it's helped us out but in his book he always says you know like stop trying to keep up with the joneses like newsflash the joneses are broke i I like grant (laughs) cardone though of course you do
0: and Grant Cardone go has, get your 10x Go get your 10x no, hat. I, I will, you know, but Grant Cardone says you don't have a spending problem. Yes, I do agree. You with have that. an income problem. I do agree. So if with you that. make more money, it really doesn't matter what you spend. And I so so Dave Ramsey's like, don't spend anything, pay save everything, pay everything yeah. off, have cash. And Grant's
1: like, forget that. Go make more money. Yeah. I, and I, I do agree <laughs> so, with that. And that that's always one of those ones because as a matter of fact, I think I went to uh, my coach was in town, and he was doing um a class and stuff, and that was one of the things he said, you know too It's like it's like you people operate from a position of scarcity. It's like right some people have been broke or they've been down to their last dollar or they've lived paycheck to paycheck right and been so there done that yeah right <laughs> right like so people when they start to make a little bit of money, you know back in the day, I remember growing up and not that we ever got into my parents' business or anything like that, but it's like, you know, like I remember hearing some numbers. And I was like, dang, man, like $100,000, like that's a, that's a lot of money back then. You know, like right. nowadays you're like, what's going to be my part-time job? Because I ain't going <laughs> to do it, right? <laughs> but the thing it became is that people, when they started to get a taste of that money, would do kind of what Dave Ramsey would say. Like they wanted to save it because – They've never had that much money, or you know, like they so they would operate from a place of scarcity. I've never had it, I need to hold it, I need to invest it because I've been on the other side of it. So when I get money, I need to be frugal, I need to hold it. Whereas, you know, the mindset could be argued and debated is that when you get that money, let's put it back to work and double down, triple down, or 10x it, right? Like your buddy, you know, but but like my coach was saying is like, you know, like you start to put what could you do if I gave you five thousand dollars today. Would you rather take that and invest it and try to double, triple, quadruple it? Or would you be content, okay, listen, in my brain, that covers, you know, two months of bills or whatever, you know, so I need to hold on to it, you know, and it does come down to, and we talked about this on Thursday, mindset versus actions. Right. And to each their own, but I do think, you know, on your side and, and and I will sometimes I'll operate out of scarcity I'll be the first to admit right. you don't tend to <laughs> don't you, you don't tend to operate out of scarcity very make much make it
0: rain right I mean, but
1: yeah, that's not I my tend plan. to operate sometimes out of scarcity sometimes, and then it'll be like the dumbest thing where I'm like nope yep let's do that and I'm like oh I just committed to something like that was a decent amount of money you know but I do think you know there is validity in both of those both of those theories and in, in situations and I think you gotta find out what works best for you
0: well that, 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 that brings me to a conversation I've had with a bunch of people, right? Because there's a lot of people that believe that you, you can have too much money. I, I, I would like to meet those people because I've got a donation
1: for them. If they're willing if they no, no. to make a donation no, 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 to no. me. It,
0: it's, it's something that Floyd says. Floyd Mayweather okay. says all the time. Okay. The only people that complain about money are the people that don't have it. Yeah. So the people that say that you, there's too much money, that some people can have too much, mm-hmm. are usually people that don't have money. Sure. Because the people with money never say there's enough. Yeah. And my argument to them is, if you take all the money away from, let's take you take all the world's money and you Mm -hmm. put it in a pile. Okay. And you divide it amongst everybody in the world. So everybody gets the same exact amount of money. Okay. I would venture, I would bet almost anything to say that the wealthiest people in the world will still become the wealthiest people in the world. And the people that are broke today will still be broke today. Yeah.
1: I think that's probably a fair assessment, right? Because they're, they're, they're going to
0: take the money, they're going to blow it. They're not going to do it. The people that have that, that get the same amount of money are going to figure out how do I make this money work for me, right? Right? Because Grant was on a show where he he was given X I amount remember, of dollars I saw to make a million one, dollars yeah, in like ninety days. Yeah, I and saw, he did like, it—a
1: million-dollar company or something like that—and he did it right. Because yeah. that, that's because the people that do it—they just it's think their, a little differently. Is it,
0: their consistency and their actions and their plan? And wanting to be in the rooms with people that are making that, those decisions. Like I can tell you, if everybody got the same amount of money, there's going to be people that are going to sit at home, do nothing, chill out, spend whatever money they have. And those same popular kids, right, this, the guys with the money are going to all figure out how to get together, network together, and how do we build something where it makes more money. And I- then take all the money back again.
1: I, I, I have a hard time disagreeing with you on that. You know one. what I'm saying.
0: So it's the same thing. It's a mindset. It's where you put your mind, where you put your energy. Do you, are you going to put your energy in being a victim and saying, "Oh, I lost it all"? I mean, I heard something on a on a podcast the other day. I forgot what podcast. And was I it taking over the world? It wasn't ours, but it, but it was pretty close. It, it, it would have been better if it had so been like ours. Warren Buffett's or something. Yeah, it so something obviously, obviously it was close. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there was there was a lady that was saying that she loves to sit in first class. Okay. Because when she sits in first class on flights, she gets to talk to really interesting. And she actually likes to sit in first class and sit next to older gentlemen in first class.
1: Mm-hmm. Not for that.
0: Not for that. But she gets, like, knowledge. She talks about That's business fair. with these guys. And she was sitting next to a guy, and he's like, yeah, they were just talking about business. And he owns a couple companies, and his net worth is like, I don't know, I think she said it was like $20 million, $30 million 30000000 dollars And, um, they were talking about his inner circle and like, well, well, how do you get into my inner circle? How do you, and he was like, well, the, to get into our inner circle of friends of our group of investors, you have to have had nothing, made money, lost it and remade it again. Yeah. Cause that shows the, the determination you have to make money. Yeah. And she was like, wow, that's, that's a tough group to get into. He's like, no, it's not. It's, if, you, if, you want, if you're want
1: if you willing to make money, then that's that's what... Well, it comes down to the, the two things that we talked about last week, mindset and actions. That's it? You know, like, you can have the right mindset, but if you don't put the actions into play, then it's a waste. If you don't have the mindset and you just have actions, you just go out there. I mean, how many times have you heard somebody, you know, say, like, I've been busy all day, dude, I'm slammed, I can't do this. And you look and you're like, listen, <laughs> what the hell have you really been doing? <laughs> like, like, walking up and down the halls all day and talking to everybody and... You know, and again, and we're all guilty of it, is that sitting in on every training, sitting in on every mastermind, like like spending a month to design that perfect listing agreement that we don't even use. So for spending two months to design your perfect business card that is being replaced by Linktree and dot cards. And, you know, it's like <laughs> people try to perfect things so much, you know, and it was, you know, Gary Keller said it in his book is that, you know, like to get to quality, you know, like stop it's not quality that leads to quantity it's quantity that leads to quality like the more you get out there and do things you'll you'll, you'll fine-tune things you'll, you'll start to learn and matter of fact it kind of played off our conversation i had with my coach this morning i was asking him questions like well you know like when you send out your monthly this or your xyz this or plan for an event for this like how do you go about it and i was like well what i was thinking about doing this i was like what do you think he's like i don't know why don't you do it collect the data and find out and i'm like but I thought you were going to give me the answers, right? Like, we're looking for the easy way out, but it, it kind of resonated. I was like, dude, he's got a good point. Like, right, go out there, do it, create it, collect the data, and but, then make but, a decision. But
0: that's, but that's what we talk about with our team, and that's what we talk about people all the time. And some people don't like to hear that, right? When, right. We, when we have conversations with people and we say it's collecting data, it's getting data – People don't want to hear that. People want to hear sexy stuff, you know? Oh, for sure. Because they don't want to hear that collecting data is more important than everything else. Because right. once you have the data, then you have the power. For sure. He who controls the data controls everything that's going on. Right. But but since people love to be about the next best thing, that's all they're worried about. They're Squirrel worried syndrome.
1: About. I go back to squirrel syndrome, right? Like, how many people are like, "Oh, I was I was calling this database, and I heard somebody talk about this, so now I'm doing this." And then I heard somebody I, I saw a webinar on this, and then somebody came into the office and they've done 30 deals, and they're doing this, and then so you switch this gear, then you find out they're $30. So do we three. have enough
0: data to take over the world? That's what's important.
1: Well, I think I think what we've learned from this is that we got to continue to try and continue to follow the data because you can't but, sit here and talk about taking over the world if you don't make actions. We have the mindset. We have, have the mindset. You, you yeah, have the definitely mindset. have the mindset. I'm, I'm, I'm being dragged along. Yeah, yeah. Mindset. You're just being dragged along. Uh, but we got to put forth the actions. There's only one way to find out if you can take over the world. You got to try. And I think that we, hey, if you I, there is we, no try. Okay. We I think we got to go back and we actually have to watch, take over the world. Watch the animated series Pinky and the Brain because if I'm not mistaken, every episode is him trying to take over the world, and then they he fails. And then he collects the data and tries it again the next episode. Because it starts off, what are we going to do today? He's like, we're going to take over the world. Exactly. So I think every day we wake up, it's, okay, what happened yesterday? Why didn't we take over the world? What did we learn from that? How do we implement that today to today we're taking over the world? And then each day is bigger, 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 bigger momentum. And next thing you know, we're sitting in the Chiefs Arrowhead Stadium in the box, bumping elbows with Taylor, Donna, and... Brittany and... Jake from State Farm. Jake from State Farm and... Because <laughs> he was at the, Whoever was, else at the was up there. Who was, who was up there like I saw... What See, that's there, the uh, goal. So, so my goal... was so up we, there we have something? two goals,
0: and we got to figure out how to get there. Okay. One is to get to the Taylor Swift concert in a box, in a suite in Miami in oh, October boy. of next year. So I have a year to do that. Okay. That's... And then my ultimate goal...
1: Is to own a plane. We know.
0: Well, that that's just... That's automatic. Okay. That's not even a goal. Can we take that's your plane happen. to the Taylor Swift of concert? Of course. And then we'll take it when we get invited to the Met Gala.
1: I'll drive. we will see you there. We can
0: No, we'll fly in the jet. We'll mm. go to the Met Gala and, and you don't want to go to the Met Gala?
1: I don't care to go to the
0: Met Gala. Oh, come on. You could dress in a baseball suit. You could it's in a
1: baseball suit. You're about as bad as the people that come down <laughs> and you're a like, Oh uniform. Oh, did you, you go put on your run baseball run. outfit today? Yes. It's not an outfit. <laughs> it's a battle suit. It's a uniform. Oh, it's a battle suit. We we'll go to battle, baby. Yeah.
0: You don't it's touch an anybody, outfit. you don't hit anybody, but you go to battle. Good luck with that. Hey, you wear Maybe a ni- you wear a
1: ninety mile hour fastball to the back, and we'll see how you feel about it.
0: You have a three hundred guy, a pound guy coming at you full speed in football. I juke him. Oh, you're gonna juke him.
1: Yeah. I got Get moves out of here. I got
0: So, moves. what are we gonna do to take over the world tomorrow or well, next week?
1: We're gonna collect some data from our attempt today. Here and- we go, data collecting
0: again. <laughs> oh my we're gonna every day we're just gonna Mr. keep shooting Dada. for it just <laughs> keep shooting Dada. for it every day you know you, Make remind me of, you remind me of Loki in the in the his, his TV show there's probably cabinets full of data for you <laughs> They're probably <gonna> there is
1: <laughs> <just laughs> paralysis by analysis
0: we can't do that we gotta go through it alright
1: let's take over the world
0: alright brother well okay. next week's gonna be an exciting week I'll tell you right now
1: oh I'm excited
0: I don't know why but it's gonna be a good week because this week is gonna mindset. be a great week there it is it's gonna be a great mindset. week mindset <laughs> All right, brother. Talk to you next week. I'll be here. All right.